0: doing the
1: That is a call launch at 5 p.m. All
2: right so good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Personnel and Public Employee Committee meeting. This meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish quorum? Thank you. Council Member Lolloy. Here. Council Member Valenzuela? Here. Council Member Maple? Here. And Chair Kaplan? Here. And we have a quorum for members in the public uh, here in chambers. If you wish to speak on an item and are not an applicant, please fill out a speaker slip, which can be found at the back of the room. Uh, For members of the public joining us online, if you wish to speak, raise your hand to provide a public comment Uh, when the chair confirms that is public comment speaking period for your desired item. Uh, If you're online, just click on the raise hand at the bottom of the screen mobile app, you can raise your hand by tapping the raise hand option in the more tab, and if you're on the telephone, To raise your hand, dial star nine, then to unmute or mute, uh, do the dial star six, and speakers will be called on by their name or the last four digits of their phone number. Everyone who is coming forward, who is an applicant as well as public speakers, you have two minutes to speak once you're called on. Um, And moving forward with today's agenda, I'd like to do the land acknowledgement and Councilmember Valenzuela, could you please do that?
3: Thank you. Please rise for the opening acknowledgments in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisenan people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains, Miwok, Putwin-Wintoon peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation and for Sacramento's indigenous peoples' history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Now please salute and pledge. I, I pledge allegiance to, allegiance to the flag of the United States, States, States of
2: America, and, and to the republic, republic for which it stands, one nation under God, God, indivisible, with liberty and justice
3: for all. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Councilmember Valenzuela. Um, we have a packed agenda today. I. Um, kind of played a a guessing game as to whether we would have closed session or not Um, I lost Um, so we only have an hour for this meeting and any item that we don't get to we'll just roll over to the next P&PE meeting but we do uh, members have a hard stop at 4 p.m. because we do have uh, closed session items that we have to get to before council so we just wanted to to preface that, if I say that we do need to close it out, so our first order of business today is approval of the consent calendar. Are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Chair, I have no hands raised and no public comment cards in the chambers. Any motion? I'll move consent. Moved by Vice Chair Maple, second by Valenzuela. All in agreement? Aye. Aye. All right, past items, for 0 Um, Now we are moving on to um, our discussion calendar, of which we are going to go through um, several of boards and commissions that have seats open. So each applicant, again, reminder, you'll have two minutes to present to the committee and to be asked to answer the following questions. Why are you interested in serving on this board or commission? And briefly describe your knowledge and experience that qualifies you for this board and experience. And before we bring up um, the item number two, uh, council members, are we good with uh, if there are um, only one applicant for one seat that we take action today to move those forward for the mayor and the council for consideration? And that (laughs) items... um, that if we need more time on others, we can take more time, but especially if there's only one, let's make a decision today and and, and move forward, if that works. That works. All right, so uh, we are gonna now turn over to Jacob for item two.
4: Thank you, Chair and Council Members. My name is Jacob Redberg with the Office of the City Clerk. I'm here today to present the review of applicants for the Administration, Investment, and Fiscal Management Board. Uh, the seats needing recommendations are seats d and e Uh, requirements for seat d are as follows uh, member qualified by training and experience in the management and investment of funds uh, a resident of the city and not connected with city government requirements for seat e are that the member uh, uh, represents the public at large uh, be a resident of the city and is not connected with city government we have one qualified applicant for seat D and three qualified applicants for CE for a total of four applicants for review today. Um, our first applicant is Jason Howe. I don't see Jason Howe. Um, our next applicant is Blake Johnson. I also do not see Blake Johnson. Uh, Dave O'Toole.
5: Welcome. Thank you. you. May begin. Thank you. Uh, good afternoon. My name is Dave O'Toole, and I'm here today as an applicant for the uh, board position with the city's Administration, Investment, and uh, fisc- Fiscal Management Board. Uh, by way of professional background, I have more than two decades' experience in public finance at the state and local level. Uh, I've worked in the State Department of Finance and Senate Budget Committee, um, uh, policy director for the and COO for the chief Con- for the State Controller and in other executive positions in the state office. Uh, I've also served as a director of internal services for Regional San and SASD. and I'm um, currently the CFO for Sacramento Metropolitan Fire District, um, uh, where I oversee all aspects of finance and payroll and um, Uh, uh, manage our person's STIRS contributions, retirement obligations, oversee our investments and debt obligations, um, and report to the fire chief and elected board. Outside my day job I try to remain engaged in the Sacramento community and contributing. I'm a former Parks Commissioner for the city. Uh, I'm a former Chair of the 65th Street Redevelopment Advisory Committee, it's long gone. It's great to see what's happening there. Uh, I co-founded the Freeport Boulevard Transportation Safety Committee. Uh, I was President of the River Park Neighborhood Association, the Land Park Community Association and the uh, member of the uh, Southland Park Neighborhood Association. Uh, I'm currently a member of the Measure H Citizens Bond Oversight Committee for the Sac City Unified School District. Um, I'm also a member of the Sacramento County Treasury Oversight Committee uh, where we, similar to this board, we monitor performance of the investment pool, uh, we review audits of funds, and ensure compliance with county uh, debt investment policies. I'm um, seeking so an appointment to this role because I believe I would bring relevant Um, experience uh, to the committee and uh, offer a breadth of perspective that I think would uh, inform and uh, support the decisions and deliberations of the committee and thank you for considering my application
3: Any questions yes, mine is actually not for you Mr. O'Toole Thank you, it's for staff Um, because looking at Mr. O'Toole's resume and actually Uh, Blake Johnson and Jason Howe as well. I wonder if they're also eligible for seat D. So I just wonder before we vote next time if we can just get confirmation if they're also eligible for seat D. Okay, just for my benefit. Thank you.
4: Thank you, Chair. Uh, Our last uh, applicant is Yousaf Zemanudin.
6: Hi. Good afternoon. Sorry, I have to catch my breath. I just walked here from our office, so <laughs> it's a little longer than I thought. Um, so, thank you for allowing me to be here and uh, speak to you about the uh, board position. Um, as far as my qualifications, I'm a financial advisor with Bank of America Merrill Lynch. Uh, I'm also a vice president and senior portfolio advisor. Uh, I've been in the industry for over a decade now. In addition to my experience, I also hold a personal, um, I'm sorry, professional certification through the Inst- uh, Investment and Wealth Institute as a Certified Investment Management Analyst. Uh, And in partnership with the Yale School of Management, where I completed the coursework, uh, focuses on risk return, portfolio construction, consulting, investment policy statements, and so on. And in my day-to-day, I create and manage portfolios for our clients, conduct review meetings, rebalance portfolios, and other important tasks that are needed in the investment process. Uh, I believe I can bring a dynamic perspective to the board and remain objective to the mission and goals. Uh, Now, as far as the reason why I'd like to join the committee is uh, I'm also a part of the Anne and Bertha Henshaw Memorial Fund, which is a city of Sacramento commission, Uh, and I really enjoy the two aspects of this. I enjoy the investment and financial mar- markets part of it, and I, I, and I really like giving back to the community and being sort of a hybrid between the private sector and public sector. So that's really my motivation. Uh, and, yeah, thank you. So I, I think along with our my, my skill set, I think the passion mix really uh, is what, what sort of drove me to want to be a part of this committee. So thank you.
2: Thank you so much for your yeah. time and coming here today. Thank you. So... Um, Knowing that uh, currently, as it was presented to us, seat D, um, only Yusuf qualified, but I heard um, Council Member Valenzuela just wanting to check. Um, it's okay. You can sit. Okay. You're Thank good. You. Thank you. <laughs> um, hearing if the other two applicants who were not here by chance qualify, um, but bringing this item back just for that clarification for then we make a decision um, for seat D um, and seat E. Um, yes,
4: Chair. We do have uh, John Colville here, oh, who, who hey. did the applicants. Before,
0: hey, Chair. How, or, how are
7: you? I want to answer uh, Councilmember Jones' willis um, For seat D, you actually have to have specific investment experience. So Yusuf really hits, really hits all. And I've I've worked with Yusuf on the land. He's great at what he does. So I think he has the necessary tools. The other folks have oversight experience, but not actually portfolio construction experience. So I think that would be the difference, and and looking at David's, I mean, if you want my recommendation, if you're asking, I don't know if you are.
2: We will we will take it under advisement if you would like to give it to sure. us. Sure,
7: um, I I really liked both Blake and David's uh, backgrounds. The fact that uh, David's here really says a lot about what he does. He has a great amount of experience in oversight and co- corporate governance. So I think he would be a great great choice. That's just my no. recommendation.
2: Uh, your recommendation and feedback is always welcomed. Thank you. Um. So, members, with the clarification, um, is, is anybody feel comfortable making a recommendation? Um, I will take it under advice. Uh, Vice Chair Maple.
1: Yeah, thank you. I um, just really want to appreciate all, everyone who applied always. I uh, want to give a shout out to a fellow. I used to be on the Ann and Bertha Henschel Memorial Funds Commission. It's a very long name. Uh, I got good at saying it. <laughs> um, so um, I would like to make the motion to appoint to seat D. Yusuf. And to appoint
2: to C.E., David O'Toole. A motion by Maple. Second by uh, Council Member Lallowy. Do Are we good or need a road call? Good. Aye. Well, congratulations. Welcome, Yusuf. Welcome, David. Thank you for applying. We will now, the next process, just so everybody knows, it now goes on because um, the mayor has to... Officially checkmark uh, appointments from the PMPE committee. So we'll go to council meeting at one of our future agendas um, to, for the official appointment. All right, now moving on to item three review of applicants for the Animal Care Services Citizen Advisory
4: Committee. Thank you, Chair. Uh, the seats needing recommendation for the Animal Care Services Citi- Citizens Advisory Committee are seats B, D, and E. However, earlier today, um, we were advised that our only qualified applicant for seat B has withdrawn their application, so we'll only be hearing um, uh, interviews for D and E. All right. Correct. Um, so, uh, the requirements for seat D are as follows. Uh, a member actively involved in the operation of an animal welfare organization uh, that shall be a resident of the greater Sacramento metropolitan area. Uh, requirements for seat E are that the member uh, represent the community at large who is not an animal care professional or affiliated, affiliated with an animal welfare organization and they shall be a resident of the city of Sacramento. Uh, our first applicant is Denise Bell.
8: Welcome, Denise. Thank you. And thank you for giving me this opportunity to um, interview again. Um, So my um, reason for wanting to be on this board, I'm already a seat member, and we feel like we've just kind of gotten started. You know, the first year was all on Zoom, and it was hard to kind of get a judge of what we really needed to do. And now I think we've got that under our belt, and I feel like... um, We're just getting started, and so to continue on with this work, I feel like that's one of the reasons why I want to be on this board. As far as my knowledge and expertise, um, through this time I've learned some regulations about dogs as far as, like, stray holds and, you know, if they're confiscated, it's one one time frame, and if they're... um, surrendered, it's another time frame, and if they're strays, it's another time frame. So that plays all into the part of being able to be available for adoption. I've learned also that um, dogs are actually put into foster homes for foster to adopt, and so they don't necessarily show up on the website. Now as far as what I do is I'm out in the community trapping cats, doing trap, neuter, and return. Um, Last year I actually did 1,186 cats, so helping the community navigate those things because it's very challenging at times to figure out where you need to bring the cats and how to go about doing all this. I'm at go-between. <clears throat> In that time, also, I'm able to provide education for the community as far as relating to cats, to dogs, some of the things that animal control does, and a program that was started a couple of years ago, Kitten Connection, that I'm also part of. Um, anyway, so that's my qualifications and what I've learned. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Bell.
2: Questions, we're good.
4: Our next applicant is Ann Richardson.
9: I think there was another candidate for D, Debbie Tillotson, but I'm next. If I'm next, i yes, next. Yes, you're next. Thank you so much. First of all, um, I think that uh, Ms. Treat is all, also a candidate for this seat. And I know her, and um, she's a wonderful fundraiser. Uh, for the Front Street Animal Shelter and she's been on the Animal Shelter Board and so I know she's familiar with um, Front Street and she's also um, held a fundraiser for my son who ran for an office. So I know she's uh, a very skilled fundraiser and it's And just a
2: reminder you have a minute 30 to tell yeah, us so, Yes and I'm
9: going to wrap it up really quickly. <laughs> so the reason I'm interested in serving on this board and commission is because at the last Animal Care Advisory meeting I heard and listened and it never dawned on me that in foster care and with respect to these rescue boards, the minority community is underrepresented. And I heard that loud and clear from director Zimmerman's um, uh, um, presentation on his new liaison who talked about how they're doing outreach to the African American community for Uh, uh, increasing adoptions. And I think the same should be done to the Asian American community for which I am a member. And I believe that Asians uh, have long been underrepresented in leadership committee and government positions. So I am interested in serving on this board of commission, board and commission because I'm an avid animal rescue person. I'm a foster Dog rescue, cat, dog rescue. I am um, uh, responsible for much of the legislation authored by Governor Gray Davis and signed by Governor Gray Davis, having to do with stray animal holds, uh, humane testing on animals such as drays testing rabbit, humane caging for chickens and dogs, um, backyard breeding, spay and neuter licenses. Please wrap it up quickly. Oh, I'm sorry. So I get, I have 25 letters of support that were sent to the members, and I do not um, show that you received them, but they were all sent to individuals, and I would just like thank to confirm with time. the clerk that thank she you. received them, much of which is the Asian community, and um, Betty Yee, Joe Thank Redotta, you so much. Thank, thank you so much. I, I'm sorry for going over. I should have... Uh, Briefly describe knowledge, experience. I think I did it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time.
4: Our next applicant is Debbie J. Tillotson.
10: Good afternoon. Um, I applied for this animal care service. My interest is with the work that I'm doing right now, with the animals that I'm working with, we need a bridge. It's really critical because it's very, there's a crisis we're dealing with unhoused pets. And I spend probably every day of the year down at the river working with the unhoused and their pets. I've built a rapport with these people. And um, they've come to trust me and, and, and know that I'm there strictly to help their animals. And I've worked very hard along with a couple of people that are helping me. And it's, it's, it's almost overwhelming, to be honest with you. Um, what we're dealing with down there. And I think a lot of people are really unaware. And so being on a board would help us to bridge that gap that's there right now. And I could definitely be the person to do that. Um, We've done it over for ‑‑ I've been doing it for over a year every day. And then before that, I was a volunteer at Lowe's and Fishes to help pets of the homeless. So I would go there and they Mercer Clinic uh, would have them once a month once a month they'd have a clinic there for the homeless that would come and I'd help raise money to um, help the pets that had any kind of physical issues or anything that they had to have surgery done or anything like that. Ended up out there because of COVID and we kind of got worried about the dogs because the clinics were closed at that time of course and we knew that they weren't getting any help so we just kind of went down there to see what was happening and we were very, very overwhelmed and that's where we've been ever since. So for me, I think the board would be a perfect place to be able to really put this stuff out there for people to see what's going on.
2: Thank you so much for coming. Good question. Any questions? Just one. Okay, thank you.
4: And our last applicant today is Paula Treat.
11: Welcome, Paula. Members and staff, Paula Treat, um, I've been a, born in California, I've been a citizen in Sacramento for over 40 years. I'm short, so I'm hoping this is coming through. Um, dog mom, own my own business. Uh, I was a volunteer at the uh, Front Street uh, Shelter. I was also a volunteer at uh, Best Friends Animal Sanctuary, which is the largest no kill in the United States for many years in a row. Uh, did fundraising for both Front Street and for, for our friends, which is Dr. Jean Rabinowitz's uh, traveling van that helps homeless and their pets. Um, and pro bono work with Jennifer Fearing on animal legislation in, in uh, the capital. Uh, I was also on the board of Front Street for a few years and had some health difficulties. I'm completely well again, everything's fine, COVID's over. Um, so I would very much like to sit on the commission one to to bring some perspective of of both uh, pets in homes, uh, homeless, uh, how we deal with it as far as collecting animals and, and 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 finding good homes for those that we can, and avoiding kill. But obviously, sometimes that does happen um, because of health reasons. Usually, um, so I think I bring. Um, uh, uh, I think I bring some some evenness on both sides. I've been both critical and supportive of Front Street and some of the other shelters, but I always think the best policy for animals and the people around them is the best stance to take. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks, Paula. Questions? Council Member I, I I see you, so I'm calling you.
12: <laughs> Thank you very much, Madam Chair. Uh, if there are no more applicants. Mm-
2: I'm sorry, do we have any public comments?
3: I do have one speaker.
2: I'll take the public. I have one first. speaker on this item, Julie
13: Verga. Good afternoon, Council members. Um, I appreciate you doing these interviews today. This these are very important board positions, and it's really important that we make sure that our process is very fair and that everyone who is interested and qualified to apply for these positions is heard and considered. I would right now like to make a formal objection to the proceedings related to the Animal Care Advisory Board application process. It has come to our attention that there are irregularities with the procedures and application process related to this board. We are here today to formally object (coughs) procedures utilized to elicit applicants and the qualifications of applicants either applying or currently on this board. Um, The the period uh, for applications was opened after February, the end of February, um, and we wonder why. One of our questions is, for the sake of transparency, it would be important for the public to understand why this application process was reopened when there were already qualified applicants for every seat available. It is equally important for the public to understand that the only person who applied after the initial time period was reopened was Ms. Paula Treat. She is clearly affiliated with Front Street as, and she was a director of their nonprofit. Although we may never know if the intent of the reopening the application process was to provide Director Zimmerman with hand-picked compatriots, the result nonetheless reeks of impropriety and the interest of fairness to the other applicants. Another valid question is why is Cynthia Karsten, a current member of this committee uh, on this board, when she did not state clearly that she receives monetary
2: Thank um, you for your comments, com- Chair. I have no more speakers. Okay. Thank you,
12: uh, Council Member Lolloy? Uh Yes, Madam Chair. I like for the available seats. I like to uh, recommend uh, Miss Bell for seat D. Um, I had Miss uh, Miranda uh, for seat B, but I know that she stepped out, and uh, Miss um, Paula Treat for seat E.
2: I have, and that is a motion?
12: Yes. Second.
2: Second by Council Member Maple. Is there a discussion? Members, all in favor, aye.
3: Aye. Aye. Sorry, I was just going to say that thank you so much to everybody who's applied. This is like one of the heartbreaking moments of this committee is that there's always amazing people and only so many seats so sorry and
2: and thank you for (laughs) reminding me of those things i do appreciate everybody applying the hard part is making those decisions and encouraging everybody to still stay involved because public comment and public input is so needed um, as we do this and then city clerk would you mind re-advertising reopening seat b for this to reopen since we now just learned um that miss miranda cannot actually um Jacob has already opened that this morning
4: Yes and uh, staff for the uh, animal care citizens advisory uh, committee has been notified
2: Okay, Thank you for for being on top of that and thank you so much uh, committee members Appreciate it. Now moving on to item four it's review of applicants for the capital area development board Uh, we only have one seat and one applicant
4: Thank you chair uh, the seat needing recommendation today is seat B. Uh, the requirements are as follows. Uh, a member that is appointed uh, in the manner provided by the Charter of the City of Sacramento uh, for the appointment of members of city boards, commissions, and agencies. Uh, we have one qualified applicant today. Um, that applicant is Jose Bodipo memba and he's also the incumbent.
2: Hello, Jose. Welcome, good, good to see
4: you. Good
7: uh, afternoon, council members. Uh, My name is Jose Bodipo memba I am extremely honored to have the opportunity to put my name forward for the CATA board. Um, To answer the questions why am I interested in serving, I believe that service is is a responsibility. Um, The city has done quite a bit for me and my family, and and I think it's a responsibility to put forward whatever technical abilities I have to support. Um, In the past, I've served on the planning commission for four years. I am currently an incumbent for the CATA board seat. Um, I believe I bring technical experience in the affordable housing space and aligns with my core values. Um, I have 15 years of experience doing CEQA work in the development space focused primarily on affordable housing. Uh, I also have a number of other boards in which I've served on that align with those same core values. What I also add to the table is just a, a passion and also a life experience of which organizations like CADA have had a positive impact on my life and see that value. So I see the board seat as one that's important and I'm glad that's taken um, seriously by the city as well. I guess the last piece I would add, uh, my current role uh, at SMUD as the chief diversity officer there, one of our key core values is about ensuring the entire community uh, benefits moving forward and this will provide me another opportunity to leverage that skill set. So happy to answer any questions that folks might have.
2: Thank you for coming and thank you for your your presentation and being here and reapplying. We appreciate that, experience matters. Councilmember Valenzuela?
3: Absolutely, and I just wanted to commend CADA and the board for all of the amazing work you do across my district. Um, the recent addition of the Culture Club at 16th and Inn Street is just a great example of CADA innovating and being that partner. And so I really just appreciate all the work you all are doing um, and what you do for our community specifically. So I want to move um, approval uh, to nominate Jose to be reappointed to a seat on the CADA board.
2: And, and I'll happily second that. No, I'm taking it away from you, Loloe. He's mine. He's mine. (laughs) Uh, Council members, aye. Aye. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. We will forward your application on to City Council. Uh, Now, moving to item five is review of applicants for the Planning and Design Commission.
4: Thank you, Chair. The seats needing recommendations are seats K, L, and M. Uh, Requirements for these seats are identical and as follows. Um, uh, member uh, it's a member with a demonstrated interest in urban landscape or architectural architectural design or physical development of the city and shall be lic- shall be a licensed architect lead architect landscape architect contractor or licensed engineer uh, we have two qualified cap- applicants for this afternoon uh, our first applicant is julian andrade I do not see Julian Andrade here. Um, Ginger Thompson. I also do not see Ginger Thompson here, unfortunately. So, members,
2: I understand sometimes why uh, professionals, they are both qualified. We have three seats open. Um, you know, if it is the will of the committee, I would still like to see um, uh Julian um, nominated to seat K, which is a a full term, and Ginger nominated to seat M, leaving seat L, which is only a partial term, uh, still open for for applications. Um, I'd like to make that motion. Uh, Do I have a second by um, Councilmember Valenzuela? Are we good? All right, we'll forward those on to City Council. Thank you so much for your indulgence. And now moving on to item six, it's review of applicants for the Preservation Commission.
4: Thank you, Chair. Uh, The seat needing recommendation uh, is seat A. Uh, requirements are for seat a are as follows a licensed historical architect who meets the secretary of the interior's qualifications for historical architects with a preference to a city resident or owner of a business located in the city uh, demonstrating knowledge of secretary of the interior standards for the treatment of historic properties and the california historical building code uh, we have two qualified applicants for this seat our first applicant is ian lee merker
14: Good afternoon, and uh, thank you for your consideration for the Preservation Commission. Uh, I was born and raised in Sacramento, and I have a strong interest in the development of my hometown. Uh, My family were old Sacramento merchants through my childhood, and I spent a lot of time in that historic district uh, in my formative years. Uh, Preservation of our community's resources and the tools that uh, 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 are available for smart development and the uh, the foundation of my career and my interest in giving back to our community. Uh, I have 20 years of experience in architecture in Sacramento. Uh, my university studies included work in regenerative studies, urban design, and historic preservation. Uh, topic studios uh, of uh, and internship in uh, Acada. Uh, my thesis was the design of an intermodal transit center at the Sacramento rail yards. Uh, throughout my career, I've completed successful preservation projects in multiple states and uh, jurisdictions. I've served eight years on Sacramento Heritage, Inc., uh, and was influential in the generation of uh, the grant program there, uh, self-guided walking tours, uh, and I designed the citywide uh, Historic Places plaque. Uh, I have participated in local workshops uh, for preservation, including a revisioning of the historic zoo entrance, and uh, a uh, award winning citywide survey of the mid century modern resources. Uh, I've served on the American Institute of Architects, uh, my professional organization on local, state, and national levels. A- and my current project in private practice is the renovation of the historic DGS uh, Gener- uh, Gregory Bateson building here downtown.
10: Thank
4: you. And our final applicant is Megan Refka. And I do not see Megan Repka with us today.
2: Just to confirm, um, I know that Megan does live in the city, um, and Ian does not. Is there um, deference or uh, leeway that is allowed for how P&PE handles uh, appointments?
4: I may defer to Mindy on this.
2: I just want to because you know as you read the description preference for uh, city individuals just making sure that we understand the parameters of what we can and can't do.
7: Sure good afternoon chair and uh, members of the committee Sean Decoursey, preservation director Um, we do have certain seats on the preservation commission that require members to be a member of the city or a resident of the city. This is not one of those seats it's uh, a preference to applicants who live in the city, but it's not a mandatory requirement.
9: Okay
2: So members we we do have two applicants um, I'm willing to entertain thoughts on how you want to handle this um, since we only did have one show up Have
12: you had a chance to review that uh, um, Yes
7: um, I've only spoken with Ian Merker. I have not spoken with uh, Megan Repka, but Ian does come highly recommended. Um, he knows uh, Bruce Monaghan very well. They've worked together in private practice from, uh, I don't know if they've worked together, but they have know each other professionally for many, many years, and, uh, and uh, Bruce does highly recommend Ian for the seat.
2: Do I hear a motion?
12: Close the public comments. <laughs> And um, I would like to vote for Mr. Um, Ian Lee.
2: Okay. Motion for appointing Ian to the seat. Do I have a second? Second by Council Member Valenzuela. Members, are we are we good with that? Aye. 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 All right. We will forward that on to the Mayor and Council for final decision. Thank you so much uh, for everybody that has come on applications. We are now uh, moving on to um, item 7. Correct? Do we have... So item 7 is our Active Transportation committee uh, Commission 2022 Annual Report and uh, Work Plan. So
0: welcome. Good afternoon. It's very good to be with you this afternoon. My name is Jennifer Donlin-Wyatt and I serve as your transportation planning manager. I'm also staffed to the active transportation commission and was fortunate enough to help create it back in 2018. And this is the very first time that we're actually coming forward with the annual report that was outlined in uh, the forming ordinance. Um, And a big thanks to Chair Duo Westbrook who spearheaded this effort. Um, So a quick overview of the active transportation commission. This is an overview of work that we did in 2022. We had ten commission meetings um, because we have a recess like you in July and then a recess again in December. But we meet at all those other months. We heard 25 items during that time period. And the commission provides in part specifically related to walking, biking, scooting, active transportation on work that we're doing at the city on corridor plans, project plans. They provided a lot of input on the transportation priorities plan. Um, input on grant applications, what do we apply for, how are we going to seek funding uh, to you know, move them from plan to implementation. Um, and then an overview of programs that we're working on, for example, the red light camera program that we have in the city of Sacramento as it relates to safety uh, for those who are walking and bicycling. So there are seven powers and duties that were formed as part of the commission when it formed back in 2017, But essentially the commission is advising staff and council on conditions related to walking and bicycling um, and to make an annual report to city council on conditions. And so that is the purpose of this presentation today. It's our very first, and I think it's the, the first under the new program that the clerk's office has rolled out. So my job today is to introduce our chair, chair uh, Ali westbrook who's going to go over those recommendations.
15: Thank you. Uh, hi, Chair Kaplan and c- Council Members. I appreciate the opportunity to speak in front of you all this afternoon. As Jennifer mentioned, my name is Allydore Westbrook, and I have the honor of serving as the chair of the Active Transportation Commission for the past year and a half. I live and work in District 4 and walk and bike around our city on a daily basis. I know firsthand what it feels like to be inches from a car almost hitting you in the crosswalk or having someone yell at you to get out of the road as you travel on your bike. Sadly, this experience is something many folks in our community are familiar with and why I'm so passionate about making changes to support infrastructure for people, not just those driving in cars. This is the first time the ATC has prepared a report since its establishment in 2018 and I'm excited to share with you our nine recommendations. Before I do that, I just want to acknowledge city staff, specifically Jenler, Jennifer Jenler, Jennifer Donlin Wyatt, there we go, and Jeff Gelsman who staffed the ATC and worked tirelessly to help meet the city's transportation needs. They have both gone out of their way to support me as chair and are a huge asset to our commission. I would also like to thank my fellow commissioners, many of which are here today in the room. And for those uh, members of the public who have provided comments um, on this item in particular and who regularly show up to our active transportation commission meetings. As you stall in the staff report and likely know from your own interactions, it's been a busy year for the transportation planning team and public works in general. Each month the ATC has the opportunity to hear about the work that they're doing and help advance active transportation as a viable mode for all ages and abilities. The ATC appreciates this opportunity to help shape their work, but ultimately believe that more can and should be done in order to reach the levels of mode shift called for within the Mayor's Commission on Climate Change. It will take bold and ambitious leadership from all of you on council, and we believe you can do it, so we're here to help you. Now to our recommendations. And I have slides so I should advance to those, okay. (laughs) Number one, uh, increase funding for active transportation. Much of the active transportation plans and projects the city does are supported by regional, state and federal grants. It's imperative that we have the local match needed to be competitive in these programs. The ATC would really like to see the mayor and council declare active transportation as a priority and identify funding within our own budget. Because if we're going to be pursuing these grant programs, we're going to have to have the the local match needed to be competitive in that. And so I think it's it's really important that the city um, is prioritizing active transportation in our own budget so that we're successful in receiving these grants. Number two, expand the speed management program. The city and county of Sacramento continue to rank among the top cities in California for fatal and serious injury collisions. In 2017, the city's Vision Zero Resolution was established, which committed to reducing fatality and serious injury collisions. Tragically, we've seen an increase in fatalities and serious injuries within our community. The city plans to hire a consultant to to evaluate citywide speed limits and prepare an implementation plan to comply with AB 43 and AB 1938. And so the the ATC, we're we're very much in support of this work, and we eagerly await the results of that study, but ultimately would like to see a reduction in speeds across our city. Number three, develop a citywide safe routes to school program. Ensuring that students have a safe way to travel to school has proven to encourage more walking and biking amongst youth. There are several organizations within the city that help facilitate safe routes to school programs, but there is not currently a citywide effort to ensure all schools have this resource. Creating a citywide Safe Routes to School program with staff that could work to implement the Vision Zero School Safety Study, provide resources, training, and encouragement events for schools would make a lasting impact on the safety and health of youth in our community. Number four, finalize the construction detour policy. Construction detours that do not properly account for people walking, biking, or with disabilities prohibits people's ability to travel safely and often forces folks into high-speeding traffic unexpectedly. This is unacceptable and should be addressed immediately by ensuring the construction detour policy is completed in 2023 and monitored to ensure the policy is being properly followed. And we've heard from staff that the construction detour policy is, is on the way but um, as many of you are sure of where traveling around midtown, downtown there's a lot going on and so we really want to make sure that this policy is completed in 2023. <clears throat> Recommendation number five is to develop an active transportation dashboard. Uh, creating an online active transportation dashboard will have a positive impact on the community's ability to stay up to date on efforts underway by our commission. The purpose of this dashboard will be to streamline information so that any members of the public can quickly see all our efforts in one location and access important data that is collected around walking and biking. Uh, and up on this screen you'll see an example of a dashboard that was created in the city of Portland. So there are other communities who have, have developed um, similar strategies for really making it clear to folks, um, you know, what's going on around walking and biking in their community. So we'd like to see that as well. All right, strategy number six create a Sacramento quick build bikeways program. So, the city has proven with corridors like J Street that quick build projects can and do rapidly transform streets and make them safer and more accessible for all users. The ATC believes a program dedicated to building more quick build projects should be created. And if the city is unable to dedicate funding in next year's budget to create such a program, we highly encourage the city to seek grant funding via the active transportation program, which has a quick build project pilot program. And the city has been very successful in applying for ATP grants uh, in the past. And we think they could be successful in doing this as well. Recommendation number six, uh, pilot an electric bike library and promote e-bike incentives. Electric bikes are a transformative technology that can greatly increase the range and accessibility of bicycles. After developing our recommendations and approving them in February, we actually learned that city staff already had efforts underway to develop a, a bike library which we're very supportive of um, and applaud them for that work. But we do think it could be scaled up to better serve our population sides and should also have more robust community engagement prior to selecting the bikes. So I think we have about 10 bikes for our city, um, the city of Oakland, which has a similar population size to us, has 500 bikes in their e-bike library. So I think we're, we're far from that and they were successful in receiving grant funds from the state. So um, I'm, yeah, we're, we're thrilled to see this program underway, but for the amount of people we have in our city, we'd just like to see more bikes. Um, And we'd also like to encourage the city to be proactive in communicating with residents around any state, regional, or local e-bike purchase incentives. Uh, The city has a city express and many other newsletters, which I often find a lot of great information um, through. And so I think this is a a really great opportunity to to highlight uh, e-bikes within those newsletters and other social media. All right, I'm almost done. Uh, Recommendation number eight, increase bike parking. While we appreciate the city's existing process to allow residents to request new public bike racks and scooter parking, um, we have seen an increase of shared rideables using uh, those existing racks and often making it difficult for residents to park their own bikes there. So we would like to see um, the council. Oh, okay, no worries. We would like to see uh, the council um, budget additional funding and make sure that we're able to provide more safe and secure bike parking in all parts of our city. I think we've we've covered you know downtown and midtown well, but if you look at the GS, GIS map that the City's developed, there's not really bike parking available in other places in the city. And so we really want to make sure the bike parking program is able to reach all corners of our city, so that more folks have the ability to uh, walk in and or to bike to wherever they want to go. And our last recommendation is to reestablish the slow and active streets program. From December 2020 through July 2021, the slow and active streets pilot took place in several neighborhoods across Sacramento to create safe, comfortable, and low vehicle traffic routes. An evaluation of the pilot was provided to you all in September of 2021, and a survey done by the city showed that 60% of respondents were supportive of the pilot. The ATC believes that we should reestablish the slow and active streets program and incorporate the lessons learned to ensure that the original goals are met. The ATC would like to see the city bring back this program in neighborhoods that want them. And we understand that not all neighborhoods want them, but for those that do, we think it would be um, wise of the city to to bring this program back. Um, thank you so much for hearing our recommendations. I'd just like to conclude with saying the ATC still requests the opportunity to present these um, in person to the full city council um, if if that is the will of, of this group. Um, we were a little disappointed that we didn't have the opportunity to come speak in front of you all prior to the budget being approved. Um, we did develop and approve this back in February. So just something for you all to be aware of it. With the new process it's several months go by and that means that you know we might not be able to get in front of you um, when it's the best time to do so. Um, but other than that, uh, thank you so much for your time and I'm happy to answer any questions.
2: First and foremost, thank you. Um, and realize while we are still working out this process, I want all of our boards and commissions to know that if you've got recommendations and we're in budget, send it to us. Send it to us. Don't, you don't have to, your ability to communicate to us as a council, there should never be a barrier. Um, But I want to and I can't say enough that this is the model of what I was hoping we would get from our boards and commissions as we've established this work plan process. So really kudos to the active transportation committee, uh, commission, staff, like this is like (laughs) kudos, really. This is something that I think all of our boards and commissions should strive to. And this is a model of what a work plan should look like, of what you did, and then what's your recommendations. Um, as chair, just, I'm I'm going to take uh, inherent privilege and say I love your nine recommendations. I am, like we all know, I'm a proud, uh, I live in North Natomas. We tax ourselves so we have the North Natomas Transportation Management Association called Mm Jibe that does the walk to school program and which I am a proud volunteer on the walk to school program. But I also encourage, um, I want our ATC to go out um, because we as residents in Natomas tax ourselves so that we have this um, and work in close collaboration with the Natomas Unified School District that does provide funding. For this, of, of not just coming to the city, but please go to Sac City, go to Robla, go to Twin Rivers. I think Elk Grove has a small area uh, in the city of Sacramento. Please go to the school districts and tell them they should match what Natomas Unified is doing because we've set the standard on how we partner with um, our Transportation Management Association on safe routes to school and have created um, that master plan that I think it would behoove all of our our schools um, to implement. And then um, I would love, I will just put the plug as I also agree that to the extent that staff has finished the um, construction detour policy, I would love to see it at Lawn Ledge and this is personal. Um, my husband uh, just a little over a month ago went out to lunch with a friend and as that friend was walking back uh, was hit and struck immediately and killed by a vehicle because of a construction impediment my my husband was the last person to see it and has two young kids in elementary school so this is this I'm I know I'm not the only one that has this story and seeing these reports come out how we don't have safe streets in Sacramento we, we need to do better absolutely Um, and if we can get a policy in place that states where we are it might be able to help uh, save another life because of all the construction we know we have coming in the future downtown Um, it's very important as well as some of my council members I know you guys have corridors that are extremely dangerous um, that that need attention but um, I love all of them. I hope all of them. You have my support on how we push this and how we look at it and starting uh, to develop for the budget next year because we do have to invest in our infrastructure and how much we're investing now uh, is unacceptable because these are lives. and. We have such great, like, ability to connect and bike and walk, and we just need to finish it and work with, say, COG because they came out with the, the master plan for that. So, and I'm all on board if we need help applying for grants, uh, if we can't get our act together here at the city as we're mid-budget and just passed it, uh, applying for grants. If I need to write a letter of support that might help you, um, I'm there. So I will turn it over to Councilmember Member Lololi.
12: Thank you very much, uh, Madam Chair. Um, Thank you so much uh, for that um, uh, slideshow. It was very, very informative. Thank you. Um, I do have a few ask or hopefully you can help me out with. So I think biking around is the most important thing. However, I represent a district that, which is District 2, which our bike paths are simply not safe. So I don't know as a commission, if you all had a chance to, you know, just kind of walk through and come back with some suggestions, um, I know my office is trying to get a hold of uh, our city attorney and our city manager. Maybe we, the three of us can kind of bike down the, the uh, bike trails. So that that's a big concern when my residents literally cannot get on the uh, bike trails uh, because of uh, safety issues. Um, Another point that you brought up, which um, I completely agree, and that's safe routes to school programs. Um, again, um, I represent a district that, in you know, in, in, on some of the streets, especially where the schools are, um, we I think we need speed bumps to kind of make the cars slow down. Because the simple sign that says, go 25, I don't know. These days, it doesn't really work, I think. 25 is the new 52, I guess, you know. Um, so that's something that, again, um, I like to ask you all to kind of make your recommendations. I know speed bumps is a very, very luxury thing for, for our city. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's what? There are lumps now. There, <clears throat> bumps. There
15: There's multiple names for them. <laughs> yeah.
12: Until want to you, you, are, you are, ask. You, I think potato, potato. We just need <laughs> something to slow down I mean, the cars, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But, um, again, unfortunately, um, the city has a, a standard, what, it's two speed bumps per year, per district, or something like that. And the question is, how can we get around that? Because I can tell you that in, in council my— Council
2: Member Loloe, it's called us. Yeah, make me a It's called us and money. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's the money. It's the money. So, and That's then I just want to remind one. council members we are running a little short. So and I, I'll make it—
12: I, and, In and. conclusion, yes. <laughs> uh, great, great um, um, uh, introduction, and I, I just need your feedback mm-hmm. on our um, uh, bike uh, paths and the safety issue is a very, very important thing. So I would love to hear some feedback from the commission and how we can uh, fix our bike trails, especially going from North Sacramento to downtown. Yes. That, that would be, uh, I would
15: be grateful for that I thank you very much yes thank you so much I'll make a plug for the streets for people plan which the city is currently working on I think that's a, a great opportunity to hear from uh, your community directly where they would like to see those improvements um, in in North Sacramento and traveling to the city and then along the trail I know I've ridden it before and it's been flooded. So I think there's some improvements that need to be done in coordination with parks to ensure that that trail doesn't flood out when there is a heavy storm. Um, But in general, it's very dark. So I think my recommendation would be that we need to increase lighting um, along the trail so that people can actually see where they're going and who's around them. Sometimes there's dogs that want to come say hello, and if you can't see the dog, it might, you know, be an issue. So.
12: But it's only uh, during the daytime, too.
15: Yeah, so. and during the daytime, definitely. Thank but, you. Yeah. Thank you thank so you. much.
2: Thank you. And then my fault, we have quickly one public comment, and then I will hold us over a little uh, so that Council Member Maple and Valenzuela can have their comments as well. Thank you, Chair. I have Katie McCammon online.
1: Hi, Allie. Great presentation. Uh, I'm Katie McCammon. I'm with 350 Sacramento, and we just want to voice our support of all these recommendations. Um, We believe these are strongly in alignment with climate justice goals for um, both the city and county. And as a resident, current resident of uh, northern Sacramento, I know what you all are talking about. I've ridden that trail. Um, When it was flooded and when it wasn't, um, I really appreciate the trail and I think there can be improvements. I also do use an e-bike and I think that the recommendation for increased access to e-bikes is a really great um, addition to the recommendations. Thank you again, Allie. Appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much. Chair, I have no more speakers. Thank you. I'd like to now turn it over to uh, Vice Chair Maple.
1: Thank you, Chair. Um, Ali, it's good to see you. I, I feel like I mostly have known you from Twitter. You share so many, so much amazing information. <laughs> Is that bad to say? I just think, I,
3: I just think it's great
1: because uh, I have found out things about the city that I'm like, oh, really? We're doing that. That's wonderful. Uh, so I just really appreciate your dedication to the work, to this report, um, and to getting information out to the community. Um, I will keep my comments really brief because I know we do have closed session, but I did want to say I know you did this, but really want to appreciate our staff as well, Jennifer Dolan-Wyatt, Jeff Jelsma, who's also my neighbor, woot woot, um, so much work goes into this, and this is brought up briefly, but it's just the elephant in the room, is we, most of these projects, if not all of these projects, are completely grant funded, and to me that is a very big issue not just for the the local match component but because I also think it we need to as a city say we care about this mm-hmm. we're going to invest in this um, in addition to make, of course getting those grant funds that we need we can't afford to do everything um, but I think I would love to see an investment in the future um, into into these programs um, and I am biased I would love to see that investment be in active transportation be in our public transit and of course um, Moving away from car culture, less less on streets, less on cars, more on bikes and, and walking. So, um, love that as priorities in here. Um, you did mention this. Uh, there are various efforts underway, you know, that might be the, the next measure A. Whatever that might be, um, I'm really hopeful that that's something that is focused on active transportation and public transit in particular and not on funding freeways and highways because I, don't, I think we... We know that that's not the future at least that's not our stated climate goals um i represent some really uh some very high um injury and fatality um corridors including broadway including stockton boulevard um and so i'm just always looking for ways that we can slow down traffic and and increase that so love those recommendations also as well as the construction detour um and then I just wanted to give a shout-out to the Colonial Heights Library e-bike program. I know you, you, uh, you brought this up, but I want to make sure that people know that that is available. It's not enough. I think we should do a lot more. I think we should have a lot more access all throughout the city, but I think it's a great start. And uh, so if, if you can, go on by, run, a, run an e-bike from Colonial Heights Library. Um, and, yeah, just appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank
2: you so much. Thank you, Vice Chair. Council Member Valenzuela.
3: Well, thank you, D4 Commissioner Allie. <laughs> no, I just have to give a shout out for all the work you do. And I know you kind of graced over when you said, oh, yeah, I've been on that bike trail in North Sacramento. But, like, what I love about you and so many members of the Active Transportation Commission is that you practice what you preach. You're out there. You're walking. You're biking. You're seeing what's happening in real time. So this expertise is really built w- across the board, which is amazing. I want to echo what Councilmember um Maple just said about potential funding for, um, you know, Active Transportation. Transportation. You know, there was a, a freeway project, for example, that shall not go named, that was going to cost us $240 million local dollars, and for that much money, Councilmember Member we could put speed lumps on all your streets. Um, <laughs> so I just like to say that it is, it is a real trade-off, and in that fight and negotiation and discussion that's happening, it's just so critical that we push back on that traditional notion of investing in new freeways and new road expansions when our existing road infrastructure just needs so much, um, so that we can give great funding to our amazing cities team because what they're able to produce out of squeezing that rock and getting whatever dollar they can out of grants is just incredible. And too often, it's a fluke, right? You know, I see Isaac Gonzalez in the back, who I know is on the commission, when there is a tragedy in front of Phoebe Hearst Elementary on Folsom Boulevard. Like, I'm so glad we got the road diet money for that, but that was a fluke, right? It was because the assembly member had connections to the school. We were able to get him the numbers. He was able to get us the funding. It shouldn't be that way. You know, There, it shouldn't be that I say, gosh, I'm sorry there was a near-miss or fatality, but there's a street in Norsac that has 20 fatalities, so we have to prioritize funding there. I support prioritizing that funding, but we shouldn't be having to choose between, like, which road improvement to do. We should have enough that I can help make Marysville Boulevard safe and still address when there's a fatality in downtown of a state worker really tragically right outside of his office, and the city team did do amazing work to improve that intersection with what they had, Um, but gosh, wouldn't it be nice if... um, We've been able to be a little bit more proactive and get those resources out. That full symbol of our treat diet, I mean, gosh, how long ago was that drafted? I think Dave Dave and had to go back ten years. Um, like we were he had to like update the numbers. It was like an old, old drawing. So just reinforcing the mandate here that this is public safety too. Um, and that this is the sort of thing that like when we put a dollar into this and it saves a life or it slows down a car, that's just exponentially more valuable than a lot of other things that we put, you know, dollars into. So putting that out there for sure. Um I want to echo your request and hear around the website because I want to echo that because I know we've heard that from a lot of other commissions Mm -hmm. as well so it's a flag that you know how do people stay up to date like our police commission for instance I've lost track of how many recommendations they've made to our council for example and it would be really nice if they had a website where they could catalog here's all the things reports we've put out and the things we've done and so
10: (laughs) it's in the plans
3: (laughs) and so I just want to reinforce that you are heard on these points and not only with the increased funding for the active transportation the increased support for our amazing city team um, and these cool ideas that we try like active like slow and active streets you were part of a lot of those pilots in d4 some of them worked great some of them did not work so great um, and so we learned a lot and like gosh it wouldn't and we had so many people after that pilot was done that said oh now I have an idea now that I know how this work here's an idea and we were out of funding because it was a grant-funded program so it's just it always circles back to the same question of how do we get the staff how do we get the policies um, but I just want to applaud you all and obviously the city team and echo the um, concerns and urgency around the construction detour policy I know your team's been working on that for a while there is a lot of construction in the central city as was noted and the number of times that Ali has had to send me pictures and not just of construction vehicles too because I also think she's raised interesting points when like police park in bike lanes. You know, we have these beautiful separated bikeways and you pull up and there's a city vehicle there and it's like, well, gosh, that's not good. And so how can we be consistent across the board and making sure that everybody knows when you park in that bike lane, you're forcing somebody who isn't in a car to go into a road that could be moving quickly and create that accountability um, internally as well. So... Those are all my thoughts. I did it rapid fire because I know we're way over time already, but thank you, Chair. No,
2: and thank you for committee members. So on item eight and nine, we will move those, but specifically item nine, just for a second, um, we are having a special P and PE meeting uh, in July. Um, So I'm putting all of our charter officers on notice. You need to present your final evaluation for discussion and action at that July meeting.
3: Yes. I forgot on item seven, because I think we were looking to send this to council. Is that the potential recommendation? Yes. yes.
2: I would like Before. to send this on to council for approval. Okay. I don't yes. know if we need
3: a motion on that, but yeah. I'd happily motion move. Motion by
2: balance. Move. By and, balance. And, and
3: with a special request that it be a, a discussion item, because sometimes, you know, just so that there's actual time for the chair to come present with staff.
2: Well, because the, I think this is setting the stage of what every board and commission in Sacramento mm-hmm. should be doing Absolutely. and what it should look
3: like. Absolutely. Um, so, and can I ask that item eight also be agendized for that special meeting? I know we have a lot to talk about.
2: We'll see. Okay. We'll see. I need to, <laughs> I just I, I, I feel like, it's I know it's emergency on
3: both fronts. I
2: know. <laughs> um, but yes, an item nine uh, this is charter officers need to be on notice to have your evaluation and use what has currently been drafted by our city clerk as kind of a format and reach out to all council members if you uh, to get specific ideas uh, for uh, what you're going to be evaluated on. Um, so, and that needs to be done and presented in final form for our July special um, board meeting. But I know we have a public, couple public comments. If uh, some council members do want to jump into, um, uh, you know, closed session, uh, I, I can I can handle that. But yes, two for quorum. Two for a quorum. Three for a quorum. Okay. All right, right. now uh, moving on as we're uh, moving 8 and 9 to public comment on matters not on the agenda. So, Chair, you have no hands raised. I do have some people that want to make comments on the other items, but since we're moving those, we won't hear comments on those items. And I have no hands raised. Okay. Um, I do have a a manual, a man for, I have online... So I do have one one comment for items not on the agenda. Correct, Emmanuel.
0: can you hear me? Yes, mm-hmm. is this for items not on the agenda? Hello, my
10: name is Emmanuel Manfort,
11: and I would like to bring up. uh Sorry, <laughs> hello, my name is Emmanuel Manfort. I would like to bring your attention to the vacant positions in the Youth Commission to which I applied in February,
0: but not have received any updates since then. It is concerning to see that these positions remain unfilled. Therefore, I highly request you. To consider filling these seats promptly, and also
4: establish a clear timeline for applicants to receive updates on their applications. It's challenging to see that a youth advisory position is considered while young, while current youth commission seats are still vacant. I generally appreciate your time and consideration in addressing this matter. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for your comments. For all other items that we move forward, um, we will bring that at another time and Isaac is item eight like that's coming back at at another time because we do have to get into close uh session um can't take comments from from the audience I'll adjourn this and I can talk to you one-on-one